Greetings and salutations and welcome to the Trash Fire of Talk podcast with your host, Skits M. Jones. I am your host, Skits M. Jones, and let's kick off the episode as we always do by looking at recent and upcoming events. Uh, as far as upcoming events, tomorrow, Sunday the 8th, uh, I will be reappearing on the Oh Did That Offend You podcast with Joe Beasley, Kyle Allen, and Burt Young. You can follow along on Twitch uh, at 12 noon. We will be broadcasting live. Uh, you can find that by finding the ODTOY podcast on social media or on Twitch. Um, and uh, you'll have all the links there. And yeah, come watch the, watch the stream, uh, chime in with, uh, you know, input and whatnot. And uh, yeah, look forward to that. Um, December 13th, I will be at, uh, the spot on Broadway in Bradley, Illinois, uh, that features myself, Kate Peterson, Alan Ford, JP McAllister, and Burt Young, who I just mentioned with the, uh, with the podcast, he'll be hosting. Uh, December 14th, I'll be at Toasted at, uh, the Comedy Clubhouse in Chicago. I don't know the whole lineup of that, but I know that, uh, it's hosted by, uh, Sharon Palm and Gina Palm, who you may recognize as uh, two of the producers from So Emo. They are the producers and hosts of that show. That should be a wild one. Uh, it's a BYOB showcase. Um, and someone in the audience who is celebrating something uh, will first be roasted by the comics and then be toasted by the comics. Uh, so that, in addition to all of the, the sets of, of material... Uh, that we all do. That should be wild. It's my first time at Toasted, and I'm looking forward to that. Uh, December 27th, I will be at the Comedy Shrine in Aurora with uh, Desmal Rooney. I don't know the rest of the lineup, uh, but that's the 10 p.m. show, uh, December 27th, not the 8 p.m. show. Uh, I also have some things coming up in January, but I'll announce those as we get closer to it. Uh, in terms of recent events, uh, the Burbies were this past Wednesday, as I mentioned on the last episode. Um, I was nominated for uh, eight categories, uh, if you count uh, Game of Microphones being nominated for Best Showcase. Uh, I won precisely zero, uh, which is cool. That's a, that's a record for most nominations in a single year and uh, most uh, not wins in a single year. Um, but whatever, like being nominated in eight different categories out of, I think like 10 or 11 different categories means that I have been doing a lot of things very well, you know, and maybe it's a, uh, you know, a jack of all trades, master of none kind of situation, but that's fine. Um, Everyone who won was absolutely deserving, and let's go through who won uh, right now. Uh, for Best Up-and-Coming Comedian, TJ Remick. Best Use of Social Media, Brennan Weaver. Best Digital Content went to the Happy Corner Podcast. Best Show Promotion went to Jokes at Joe's. Most Significant Progress went to Joe Antonacci. Most Original uh, Comedian went to Stephanie Carroll. Best Bit went to Dave Sitko with his uh, Making Boom Boom. Best Open Mic went to Jokes at Joe's. Best Producer went to TJ Remick. 
Best Host, Matt Drufke. Best Comedian, Vince Carone. And Best Showcase went to Still Not Friday. Um, I presented Best Open Mic, uh, did a, a fun little bit with uh, Nathan Findlay. Uh, that was pretty fun. We riffed on, you know, an award that's not uh, present in the Burbies, which is Best Drug Hookup. Got uh, a bit of a chuckle from some people and went over pretty well, so I'm happy about that. Uh, as far as uh, one of the most surprising pre- presentation bits uh, that I want to give a shout out to was the trio of Tyler Kretz, Chris Carricker, and Matt Buck. I forget what category they were presenting, honestly, um, but the presentation itself was very funny. They apparently all three of them wrote it together. Uh, all three of them recently moved from the Burbs to the city together and have very complimentary comedic voices. And, you know, I told them that night, and I'll, I'll say it again now, I hope they continue writing more content together of some nature. Uh, they have a podcast that you can find on all the podcasting platforms called Normally Good. It's interesting to hear them talk about, you know, the move to the city, uh, living together, their different, you know, styles of of living and and whatnot and their goings on uh i hope to see more from the the three of them both uh you know together and uh as individuals um i also want to shout out the burbies award-winning happy corner podcast uh for the kind words that they paid to me on their latest episode with uh rudy ruiz as the guest uh they were talking about you know some of the the folks on the scene and talked about my style and uh, compared me to Lenny Kravitz, which is uh, wild, you know, absolutely awesome. Totally made my day when I heard it. Uh, and I want to give, you know, just so much love to them. Rudy, uh, Rudy is a fantastic uh, individual on the scene. Um, you know, just absolutely fantastic comic, great crowd work, um, and just a super cool dude all around. Um, and then, you know, of course, the Happy Corner podcast hosts, KB Marion and Amy Blaze, along with Timmy Blaze as their sound engineer. Uh, they have been so supportive of me as I've been, you know, coming up on the scene and so much of the scene. You know, their their podcast is a highlight of, you know, comics on the scene and, and getting to know them and, and getting to do all that. Plus, they host the, uh, um, oh, goodness, See You Next Tuesday open mic at Mojo's in Plainfield. Uh, and they're also, uh, some Amy and, and Timmy are, uh, K, KB is not one of the producers of that show, but a regular, uh, there, uh, Amy and Timmy, as well as a number of producers also produced the shots and giggles showcase at the drunken donut, which is a blast. I've had a great time, uh, anytime I've been there. Um, and also just for the happy corner, I've been a guest on that podcast, um, Likely earlier in my time doing stand-up than I should have been a guest, given my uh, somewhat awkwardness during that uh, during that podcast. But I definitely hope to be a guest at some point once again. Now that I kind of, you know, have my feet under me uh, as a as a comic. Um, speaking of of Burby Award winners, the the winners of two separate awards that that I already mentioned. Um, uh, the best open mic, Jokes at Joe's, was on Thursday night. And I dropped by there. Um, everyone had a little bit of Burby's hangover going on, you know. Um, the energy was um, 
of a different sort, you know, uh, definitely still celebratory, um, but not, you know, rowdy, uh, as Joe, as Joe's can be at times. Um, I don't get to go there often, so it was nice to drop by. Um, and I got to work on a, a bit that I've been doing, kind of revamping my dating while homeless bit. Uh, you might have seen a snippet of that on social media if you're following me, which you can do at Skits Jones, S-K-I-T-Z-J-O-N-E-S, on all of the things. Um, and I'm, I'm tying it into a longer bit that's about dating in my 20s and specific relationships. Um, I have a, a fair amount of material that I've been doing less and less of recently, either because I found better ways to touch on the same topics or, you know, the, the material is kind of dated or it doesn't match the tone of what I'm doing now. Um, you know, I look back at the, the sets that I was doing this time last year and how much of that I've scrapped, you know, whether it was some of my truck driving bits, um, or my, my political stuff, you know, I, I don't, I don't touch the political stuff as much now because a lot of people have just reached kind of an exhaustion point with the sheer saturation of political discourse in all the elements of our daily lives, you know, especially with regards to Trump and and whatnot. You know, I also had cheap shots at Louis C.K. and Bill Cosby in there that, that tied into my truck driving bits. Um, and, you know, still, fuck those guys. Um but I don't need to pay any of these people lip service. You know what I mean? Like, instead, I I, I focus more on devoting uh, the time in my set to shit that I want to celebrate, you know, as opposed to the shit that I want to take down. You know, cel- a celebratory tone is the, the, I feel the best fit for me as a, as a comic. I want everything to feel, you know, joyful and fun and uplifting and inviting. Um, and so that's kind of the, the, the nature of comedy I go for now, but I'm, I'm trying to take certain elements of some of my earlier material because some of it was still funny, you know, and just figure out how to rework it and tie it back into the, the stuff that I'm doing now. And I'm, I'm grateful that I got to, you know, drop by at jokes at Joe's and do that and see a bunch of folks. Um, I, I was absolutely delighted to see both at the Burbies and then at Jokes at Joe's. There's uh, some more crossover happening, you know, folks coming from the city out to the Burbs and, you know, inviting folks from the Burbs to come out to the city. I, I love the cross-pollination of these scenes um, because, you know, there there's a lot of uh, especially in the past, there's been a lot of uh, stigma and a lot of, you know, um, our scenes better than your scene kind of bullshit. And honestly, like everyone should be part of all the scenes, you know, get in all the rooms, do all the, all the performances, do all the mics, do all the shows that you can, you know, why limit yourself out of some weird, you know, ill-informed elitism kind of bullshit. You know what I mean? Um, so it was really cool to see, you know, especially a lot of the gallows folks came out, uh, and, and did their thing. And, uh, I hope to make it out to their mic. They run on Friday nights, uh, and it's now starting at 11 and it's an open heckle mic, um, which sounds like a wild kind of a challenge. You know, I've, I've had a a number of things happen during sets that I've done, whether at open mics or at actual shows, but I've, I've never been, 
like straight up heckled. And uh, the fact that that is kind of the um, the rub of this particular mic uh, makes it intriguing to me. Um, so yeah, one of these Fridays I'll get out there. Uh, but like I said, next Friday, uh, spot at Broadway, so come out to that. Um, yeah. <sighs> all right. Um, I think that's, that's all the, all the kind of business I wanted to talk about. Let's get to the next segment of the podcast, which is your recommendations. Uh, I don't have any movies to recommend this episode, but I do have some music. Uh, first up, you know, with the, with the Lenny Kravitz comparison, uh, coming from the happy corner, uh, I felt it only fair to bring some Lenny into the podcast recommendations, surprisingly for the first time as Lenny Kravitz is one of my favorite artists. And I know that, you know, Lenny Kravitz isn't necessarily known for being the most original. A lot of his stuff is often criticized as being kind of derivative of, you know, old school funk, classic rock, things like that. Um, you know, people have criticized him as being a, a lesser version of Prince. I've heard that. But honestly, I think of Lenny uh, more as a, a celebration of a lot of the, you know, the elements of the past um, and, you know, kind of a, a modern throwback, you know, uh, incorporating uh, different sounds and, and different elements of, of, you know, past musical styles and, and bringing them into a more, a more current uh, environment. And, um, I wanted to shout out one of my favorite, uh, albums by Lenny Kravitz, which is Strut, which was released in 2014. And, uh, the first single off that album, Chamber, is an absolute banger. Uh, this album was the first to be released on Kravitz's own record label, Rock, uh, Roxy Records, which was named for his mother, uh, the actor Roxy Roker, who was known for her role on The Jeffersons as Helen Willis. And uh, it was a notable role uh, as she was paired with actor uh, Tom Willis playing, or uh, actor Franklin Cover, who played Tom Willis, uh, her husband. And the thing that made this notable is it was the first portrayal of an interracial couple on television. Um, so that, I mean, that's a, a huge thing. Um, the album itself, Strut, had five different singles ranging from 2014 to 2015, as well as a cover of the uh, Miracles track, Ooh Baby Baby, from 1965. The Miracles being uh, the, the group best known for, uh, you know, lead vocalist Smokey Robinson. Um, and the album really highlights Kravitz's nature, like I said, as a bit of a, a modern throwback. And the track... Uh, Chamber is, is an absolute banger and one of the sexiest music videos imaginable as the video features Lenny Kravitz rolling around in a lush Paris loft in various states of undress with uh, Dutch model Rianne Ten Hocken. Um I recommend it. I recommend the video. I recommend the song. I recommend the album. They all bang and uh, you should check them out. And while I'm recommending sexy music videos, let's take it back to 1996 and put Fiona Apple back on the recommendations for the second time. Uh, with the third single off her album title, uh, the single is Criminal. Directed by Mark Romanek, uh, best known for videos like Nine Inch Nails, Closer, 
uh, Johnny Cash's heartbreaking uh, rendition of the Nine Inch Nails song, Hurt, as well as films like the creepy Robin Williams thriller, One Hour Photo. Uh, the video for Criminal capitalized on the heroin chic aesthetic that was huge in the 90s, uh, grew out of the 90s fashion industry highlighting pale skin, dark eyes, gaunt, nearly androgynous features, and it was a contrast to the, quote, healthy, vibrant supermodels of the 80s. Uh, it was fashion's version of the 90s grunge movement, contrasting against 80s glam rock. The style was also highlighted in movies such as The Basketball Diaries, Train Spotting, Kids, and even Pulp Fiction, uh, all of which featured heroin use and drug culture in varying degrees. You know, not to mention its prevalence in the 90s music scene following a decline uh, of, of heroin use in the 80s that aligned with the AIDS outbreak, making needle injections both taboo and dangerous. Uh, cleaner heroin came about in the 90s and was snorted uh, more than it was injected. Though, um, you know, if you look at how the, the 90s music scene uh, played out, you know, whether it's um, the antics of Red Hot Chili Peppers or the, the death of Kurt Cobain, um, injecting heroin still was, uh, still was a, a thing. But anyway, um, getting back on topic, the aesthetic of, of heroin chic exploded and this video made, uh, full use of it. Uh, you know, the, the song Criminal with Fiona Apple's vocals wildly exploring tones from sultry to angry to coy to angsty to longing to demanding. Uh, and then, you know, casting Apple as well as uh, a number of likewise waifish, dirty, sweaty models and actors writhing their way through every scene uh, in the video. Um, it, it made for something that at the time really kind of shaped my adolescent sexuality and, uh, you know, continued to do so for years to come. Uh, the song Still Holds Up um, is, you know, probably the song that Fiona Apple is most known for, uh, though there were, I want to say, like five singles off the album title uh, and, you know, many singles to come off, you know, her admittedly scant uh, discography. I think, oh, there was title, uh, When the Pawn, after that, um... Extraordinary Machine, after that one, I want to, oh god, has she really only done like four albums? Ugh, I need more Fiona Apple in my life. Um, but yeah, anyway, Criminal, banger song, one of the sexiest just to listen to, uh, let alone to watch the video and feel, you know, a little bit dirty while watching it, uh, it's got elements of exhibitionism and voyeurism explored, as well as, you know, all of the other things that I already talked about. Uh, so yeah, that's your, your music recommendations for the episode. Let's move on to, uh, the next segment, which is the tarot pull. Um, today we're pulling from the nineties tarot deck, which feature, uh, which, felt appropriate given that we're talking, you know, about Lenny Kravitz and Fiona Apple, both, you know, huge in the nineties, uh, and still today, but, uh, the nineties tarot deck is by artist Christy Prokopiak. And the card that we have pulled this episode is the seven of wands. 
so, oh, how do I talk about this card? So you're feeling on top of the world, right? Something's going your way. You've been, you've been winning and you'd like to continue to do so, you know, which makes sense. Um, but be warned, there are folks who want what you have. And not everyone is content to try to earn shit for themselves. You know, someone or perhaps many someones might be trying to instead take what you have or just knock you down from your perch out of jealousy, you know. But stand firm in the knowledge that what you have, you worked hard to earn. And it won't be shaken from you by either pettiness or gossip, you know. You're doing the work. Um, don't become an aggressor, however. Yeah, you know, as as people snipe at you, just continue doing what you're doing. Put in the work, because the best defense in times like these is to just keep proving your worth, and let others prove their pettiness. You know, stay above that fray. Uh, you you only get dirty by rolling with the pigs. You know what I mean? Um, and you know the the card and and the the defense of your position aside. I do want to remind you, if you are on top, there's always more room. If you've gone up a position, reach down to pull others up after you. You know, maybe it's only to fill the void that you left behind when you moved up. You know, or maybe you've gotten to a a new level and you see that there's space there that you can offer to the folks who haven't gotten there yet. You know, put down a beacon, light the way, help the folks who deserve it and show how it can be done. You know, in the long run, there's space for all of us. We can all make it. And if we keep growing opportunities for ourselves and for others, we keep growing the community. We keep, we keep creating, you know, new opportunities within that community. You know, we, there's, there's room enough for all of us. Um, and so, you know, don't, don't be stingy with, uh, with your successes. Share that shit. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's the last bit of, you know, advice or, or, uh, what have you that I have for the episode. So I'm not going to waste any more time. I'm going to let you get on about your day. I've got to get on about my day. I've got grocery shopping and errands to do. So, Uh, I will take my leave of you by saying, you know, now, as always, keep that trash fire burning. Mm -hmm.